After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. Five on the floor, drive for my dogs. Where here's the thing, you can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buck said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor plan, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop in one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat, y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor Live. I'm Ethan Skolnick, and follow me at Ethan J. Skolnick, and at Five Reasons Sports. Today's floor plan, we got Alex Toledo. You can follow him at Tropical Blanket. We got Brady Hawk. You can follow him at Brady Hawk 305. And I think Alex, I won the bet because we do not have Greg Sylvander yet. We'll see uh, if he arrives. I um, do want to tell you before we get to this disaster, uh, and we'll tell you about what happens when disaster strikes. But first, should have played prize picks today. You would have enjoyed this game more, maybe, if some of your players went over. Use the code 5 FIVE. Get that initial deposit match up to $100. Prizepicks.com. I'm going to turn that off. Prizepicks.com just rated the number one fastest growing sports product. In the country. Why does ESPN.com do this all the time? I can't stand this. Um, anyway, pricepicks.com, use the code 5FIVE, get that initial deposit matched up to $100. You can play more than just the NBA, you can play the NHL. Also, MLS, MMA, they put some boxing props up for the weekend, tennis, golf, esports, it's all there. They've even got the NFL season props up there. So check it out, use the code 5FIVE, get that initial deposit matched up to a hundred dollars. All right. We got Alejandro Villegas is our producer tonight. We will take some of your comments. I know everybody's going to be frustrated this evening. Nobody is frustrated as Mr. Toledo, who was on our playback stream today. Thanks to the hundred or more that joined us, tried to have a good time there. Uh, even took some shots because we were just trying to get through the entire experience. Thanks to everybody who joined us uh, there as well from our network, uh, including Ben, Gabe uh, and uh, Brian and others. Uh, the Miami Heat get massacred tonight, 138 to 122. They score 130 in the last game. They give up 138 in this game. They gave up 81 points in the first half. That included 46 points in the second quarter. They gave up. This stat is just amazes me. They gave up 81 points in the first half when only four free throw attempts for Milwaukee. Like literally, this was all shooting from the floor. Milwaukee finishes on this game 25 for 49 from three. That includes six from 10 from Pat Connaughton and five for six for Joe Ingles. Drew Holiday was four of eight. Grayson Allen was, uh, excuse me, Drew Holiday was four of 10. Grayson Allen was four of eight. Bobby Portis was three of four. Chris Middleton was two of five. I didn't mention somebody because he didn't play. Giannis Antetokounmpo did not play 
the Milwaukee Bucks score 138 points tonight. On the Heat side, not that any of it mattered, uh, but Jimmy Butler had 25 points before coming out in the third quarter. 25 points in 28 minutes, uh, 8 of 12 from the field, 7 of 10 from the line, but he was a minus 31, which tells you everything you need to know uh, tonight. Bam Adebayo, 18 points, 5 rebounds in 25 minutes. He was a minus 20. Gabe Vincent had 15. Uh, Duncan Robinson in a starting role, and for Tyler Hero had 14. Caleb Martin had 15 off the bench. Victor Oladipo had 15 off the bench. But really, I mean, uh, again, we're not going to go 45 minutes tonight. So if you got comments, throw them in here. I mean, I, I'm going to let uh, Alex rant in a second. So get it ready because you, you already did this. Brady, can you just, I mean, is it just shooting tonight? I mean, or did, was this, we talked on pregame, uh, myself and Marco um, and and uh, Jonathan about how there's just an obvious letdown situation here. And that's kind of how it played out. You got your one, and Giannis was out, and okay, let's go home to Miami. Like that's sort of how it felt tonight. It's funny because I really didn't have a problem with the shooting part of it in in terms of the fact that Milwaukee was hitting from deep. Like, I, there's nothing you can really do about that. Sometimes that's just the luck of the draw. Sometimes you mentioned that I think they had 12 threes in the first half alone, and you mentioned the 81 points total in the first half, but 76 of that was from paint and threes like it was just such like a simple diet of an offense where it was just constant 40 points in the paint in the first half like when it comes down to it like i just said the threes are what it is like it is what it is you're going to get those looks but when you're giving up 40 points and a half in the paint like that's a problem like that is a very big problem and we can dumb it down to the fact that max Schroes was guarding brooke lopez in game one they didn't attack it this game they knew it was going to be there they attacked it brooke lopez got going early in the game but, like, the problem wasn't the fact that, that that matchup wasn't the problem, in my opinion. It was everything else. Like, it was the fact that they didn't contain the ball. They were making that entry pass with absolute ease. Like, usually the, the point of the, the defense in making those matchups is you make it hard to make that pass. You help over. You're fronting. You're not letting the, the ball handler get into the paint. None of that happened. Like, they were just easily getting into the paint touch, making those entry passes. It was just so many things to the defense where I just felt like it's problematic. And then we could step back and say, well, did we expect anything else? Because we were talking about the benefits of the offense playing Duncan Robinson in the starting lineup. And then you look at that starting lineup, you're like, well, what else What else? What should we have expected, I guess, in that department? The other thing that I thought was weird, because I, it clearly this game is all about defense. We're not even going to probably talk much about offense because they lost this game on the defensive end. But the weird part in terms, because I know a lot, it's the, the Spo thing keeps coming up over and over because people keep mentioning that and other than the fact that Spoke couldn't play perimeter defense tonight to help Miami, the only thing that I thought was weird was the 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 matchups with Drew and Middleton. And I don't know if you guys have an answer for it because I definitely didn't. The the fact that they switched up, put Gabe on Middleton and Jimmy on Drew, I didn't really understand that that whole di- <laughs> dynamic because Middleton it was not a Middleton game. I think he had 16 points before things even got weird late in the game. But it, it was such a size advantage. It was such a mismatch for Gabe to have to deal with. Drew had 21 points in the first half, and it wasn't just me. He was just bursting by Jimmy. It was stuff off secondary attacks. But I just thought the matchups in general were a little strange tonight. So it was like this game felt like like a trial game. Like, like we don't have Tyler anymore. Let's just go try a bunch of stuff and see what happens. And, and a lot of things just didn't go in their favor, and a lot of shots just went in Milwaukee's favor. Like it seems like it just happens, but I don't know. This is just a an odd night, and I don't think – the, the, I know the topic we're going to be having moving forward over these next two days, so I know we're not going to get into it. But who subs in for Tyler? Like, who's the, the fifth guy in the lineup? It's like, I don't think we have an answer. We don't have they an don't answer have right answer. now. They don't have an answer either. 
They don't have an answer. A couple things. Uh, it's interesting about the holiday Middleton switch with the Heat defensively because uh, Marco kind of called that in the pregame show, and um, I'm surprised it turned out that way. I don't know that it would have mattered ultimately, but it certainly didn't work. Um, also, we called Duncan starting. I think we anticipated that would happen. I will talk about that more as the episode uh, proceeds, but I think he might make another change there. And it's not because Duncan shot the ball poorly. He didn't. But I feel like they got to get Caleb on the court at the very beginning of the game. And it's funny, again, I know I'm going to get this lecture about uh, individual plus minus, but, I mean, Caleb Martin was plus 23 in a game they lost by 16. So uh, they at least won his minutes, but I don't know that they mattered at that point. All right, here, I, Alex, I promised when we came on here um, that I would just basically say, welcome to five on the floor, Alex, go. Do you have anything left from playback? Because I feel like that was one of your epic rants. That's the tough part. I think is just so much of the energy was was wasted on playback. And speaking of wasted, like this is just such a wasted opportunity for the team. And honestly, one of the most disgusting performances I've ever seen from the Heat in general when it comes to a game that they had to win. Right. Like you come in as the eighth seed. We know that, you know, they were supposed to be above this. They were supposed to be better than this. We know how the season played out. They could have been the seventh seed. They blew the playing game. Uh, ended up putting themselves in a winner go home situation, pulled it out, and had to face this Milwaukee Bucks team that everybody knew was going to be a bad matchup in the first place. That is kind of everybody's uh, pick to win the title or at least get to the finals, right? On top of that, things things happen in Game One, right? Like Tyler's gone, Giannis is gone for Game One. You, um, you had you built the cushion while Giannis is playing, and you pulled out the game. You didn't blow it, so that's nice. You come out today as the eighth seed after everything that happened, after all the blown games and just the way that they've been so complacent in so many games this season. Despite everything, you have a chance to go up 2-0 on the Bucks on the one seed with no Giannis, without the best player in the world. You've Not only that, you've played the Bucks without Giannis multiple times this season. You know what they do. You know what they do. There's nothing surprising about what they do. And they come out with such a lackadaisical effort on the defensive end and just I really didn't like it like Brady went over it there the point of attack defense is bad the paint defense is bad um I thought the way that they executed the switch because it's one thing like I didn't really agree with the switching but you know I didn't think they executed it well either guys were just kind of um getting into the paint the help wasn't there the whole defense is built off keeping the other team from getting to the rim they did not do that at all tonight they did not do that at all and then they started scrambling and then all the open threes came you let them get hot in the first place because of the defense being all over the place. Like for them, I don't know who they think they are. And that's just kind of where I'm at with them because like for them to think that they don't have to give 110% effort on the defensive end in a playoff game versus the one seed to win in a game like this, where you have a chance to do something special as an AFC to go up 2-0, going back home and not that you would win the series and then you just blow it like this. That might be the only game Giannis misses. If I had to bet money, like yeah. I would bet money that's probably the only game he misses. Now he's going to be rested up for game three. And even if he's going to be nursing two injuries, like that's Giannis, man. <laughs> now the whole game plan is, is switching back up to what it was for game one. And the margin for error is even smaller because, yes, you you split you split the baby. You got home. You, you took away home court from the Bucks. That's great. But now you're going home with a blank slate. Right. Except the difference is you have no Tyler Hero. <laughs> so right. it's like, did you really did you really do anything or did you blow the opportunity? And that's just kind of where I'm at with them. I think that was really just a filthy attempt at winning just an extremely important game and being able to solve. I mean, just 
put a Band-Aid on everything that went wrong this season. All right, here's the first thing. I'm going to disagree with you a little bit about one thing you said. I've called this team arrogant the whole season. I don't think this was arrogance tonight. I think it was they weren't getting what they wanted and the game started to get away, and I think they just let it go. I, I, I don't. And again, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying they didn't fight. No, I, in the I most important I, game of the season. I understand, but that's not arrogance to me. Arrogance to me this season is when they would go out and just not perform well against bad teams, right? Like they would go out against a Spurs or a Hornets. This is not a bad team they played. But isn't this when they're supposed to be at their sharpest? I, no, I, I, it's inexcusable. I'm not arguing the point that it's excusable. I'm just saying I don't think I'm again. I'm psychoanalyzing it a little bit, but I don't think it was arrogance tonight. Like arrogance is the way they came out against the Hornets, the way they came out against the Magic, the way they came out against the Spurs, the way they came out against the Pistons. This to me wasn't arrogance. This was they just relaxed. Like they and and I, this is what I was afraid of, and this is why I picked against them today. I said Bucks by eleven. They won by. Yeah, they think they are. <laughs> no, but, I, 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 but 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 I think they looked at it like they didn't need the game. I, 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 to me, it's more that they. I, no, we can argue that that's that's wrong, but I think it's. I, I think they did what teams do, and it's look. It's not just them, okay? I mean, Phoenix. Uh, you know, the Clippers could have stolen Game Two against Phoenix. They did not come out with the requisite energy throughout. The Knicks did not play well in Game Two against Cleveland. It is natural to relax when you are the road underdog. You win Game One and you lose Game Two. It happens all the time. The home team pushes back. They, the crowd gets into it, and especially when you don't have Giannis. You rally behind that and you play at a high level. I'm not excusing it from the Heat's perspective. Don't mistake me. I'm just saying I don't think it was arrogance this time. I think it was, honestly, Brady, I think it was we got enough. I think it was we got game one. Let's circle the wagons. We got two days off between game three and we'll figure it out. Now, I think that's wrong for the reasons you're talking about, Alex, because they don't have Tyler Hero now. And to me, game one was a great drunken night with a hangover. Like, it's, it's, it was all fun at the time. But then it's like, wait a second, did Tyler really get hurt and he's really going to miss the season? Like, I think even Heat fans woke up the next day, like, not believing it. You know what I mean? Like, when you have a guy you've watched the entire season, you're waiting for him to play on the playoffs. Like, it didn't even really hit me until I saw his his court availability, you know, with the media, you know, where you're speaking to it. You know, he's not going to be back until the finals if they get there. I, I think that that hit them a little bit like a ton of bricks, honestly. Um, I'm not excusing it. I just... I, we didn't expect them to win this series. Their chance to win the series was to win tonight. I'm with you. I don't still don't think they would have won the series even if they were up 2-0. But I don't think it was arrogance. I just think it was they just lost fight at a certain point, and then Milwaukee gets on a run, and they've shot the ball extraordinarily well this season. And honestly, game one was an outlier for them in the same way that game two was an outlier the other direction. Um, I do want to mention a couple of our sponsors here, and then I, I want to get to some of the lineup stuff. Because whether they lost by 16, 32, whatever – doesn't matter. It's 1-1 going home, and they're going to have to figure some things out to try to get a game, basically. I do want to mention a couple of our sponsors. Our friends over at odmpsi.com. That's odmpsi.com. It's a consulting company that sponsors our network. If you are, uh, work for a business, you're looking for high-level employees, they can connect you with those employees. They work with banks, supermarkets all around the country. They're based here in Pembroke Pines. They service the entire country and, of course, all of South Florida. And also, if you're an employee looking for a job, you should really reach out to them. Just send them an email there, or you can uh, you can send it to info at odmpsi.com, or just check out the website. Again, that's odmpsi.com. You can see it there. Also, check out A Aggressive Insurance. That's our friend Lynette, insurancebylynette.com. She's always here on the streams. I didn't see her on playback tonight. Uh, I don't blame her. If she, she was there. Oh, she was. Of course, she's always there. Okay, insurancebylynette.com. 
She, uh, 954-581-8800, 954-581-8800. She can help you get life insurance, renter's insurance, and also car insurance. And she does a great job. If you don't have a great driving record, she will absolutely help you with that. And of course, you need car insurance. So reach out to her. She's based here in the North Lauderdale area, sort of the Lauderdale Hill area. Um, but Lynette can help you out with everything. Look at the smiling face, and she's a huge Miami Heat fan. She'll get you what you need. Hey, it's Ethan Skolnick for Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. As you know, we heard from Pat Riley recently. Everybody has an opinion on trades, free agency, who they should keep, who they should give up, who they should get. Well, whatever it is that Riley and the Heat do, you don't want them giving up too much and getting too little, right? Well, the same is true of shaving products, and that's why I use Harry's Shaving products. I love the way it handles. I love the way it looks, and I love the quality of the shave. I have a little bit of trouble growing out a good beard so better to just shave it off and make sure that it looks somewhat professional. These are German-engineered blades made in their own factory, so they stay sharp longer. means you can use them longer. And also, they've got customizable delivery options for scheduled refills as low as 2 bucks, half of what you pay for other big brands. Also, I would recommend the shaving lotion as well and the body wash. So check it out. You can go to harrys.com backslash five. That's harrys.com backslash five. You'll get a $13 trial set for just three bucks. Again, don't pay too much and get too little. Same is true of shaving as NBA transactions. harrys.com backslash five for your $3 trial set. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, let's just do this quickly, guys. And again, we appreciate everybody for joining us tonight. We're going to cut this one a little short, and we'll do a little more Thursday and Friday. But just lineup-related, Brady, let's start here. Um, Duncan shot the ball well, uh, but there were some of the predictable problems. Um, I mean, I I'm looking at it right now. He was 5 of 8 from the field, 4 of 6 from 3. He was actually a plus 12. He was in when they kind of made a little mini run there. 14 points. Yeah, all those down. stats don't matter. All those plus yeah, minus you're stats. Yeah, you throwing really all that out tonight. All right, so, so what would you do? What would you do? Would you go with it again? Because he's gone with it for a, a, a game and a half at this point. After what you – I think now when you don't have Tyler, you have to make game-by-game game adjustments. Like whatever you need at the moment, you go to. And I think right now you need Caleb Martin more than anybody, to your point earlier. I, I really do. I look at tonight – 
And we can talk about all the things that went wrong. You could talk about the fact that you think you need size or whatever to that extent. You need point of attack defense. That is what you need more than anything. And you could have uh, kind of move some things around where you don't have to be so one-dimensional with Jimmy on this guy, Gabe on this guy. Caleb can kind of move some things around a little bit. And team defensively, you could have a little bit more help. You have a little bit more movement. Like, I, I just think they, they're at that point now. Uh where it's also because we were talking before about needing more spacing for Jimmy and Bam and kind of like the reliance on shooting and try to fall into that kind of platform. But then I watched tonight and I come back to another another point where I'm like, Jimmy took more, I think it was more than half of the shot attempts he took last game. I think he had 27 last game. He had 12 tonight. That isn't, <laughs> this team cannot rely on their role players in this, in this playoff run right now. They just can't. And part of that is because Jimmy didn't play the fourth. Part of that is because this game got out of hand. But like, Still, if we're moving forward and you're talking about kind of a, a certain shot diet, give Jimmy Butler the ball, give Bam Adebayo the ball as well, because they need him, honestly, to hit those mid-range shots to obviously win these games. But mostly it's about getting Jimmy just the ball and letting him go. Just let him go and try to take over and control the game, because that's what he did in game one. That's what you're going to have to do to beat Giannis in the Bucks when he comes back. So it's like almost just letting the offense run through a one-dimensional way between one or two players and just try and hope that you can just do enough defensively to make it put it in the mud. I said before this game, which is absolutely hilarious considering the fact of what the Bucks did, I thought this would, game would be a much more in the mud than game one. Mm. Like, I thought this was going to be a scrappy game, and for Miami it was, but it wasn't for the Bucks because Miami did not, was not scrappy or in their face enough, or now it's just basically, can they get back to that to some extent? And then if that is their play style, where does Victor Oladipo plug in? Does he get minutes in this in this kind of range? Because now you're bringing in Caleb Martin off the bench. Now you you're, you we've talked about that three man core and Kevin Love and Kyle mm-hmm. Lowry. Who's the third guy off the bench? Is it Depot? They let him just go out there. I thought his minutes early were good actually. Like yeah. I I think if if he's able to hit that pull up, and I know we talked about the fact that this is not a great matchup for him, but if he's hitting the pull up, like play him. Like, but I just don't know if I trust it enough consistently to hit. It doesn't matter that it hit it a few times in the early in the first half, but we'll see. Like that, they have to just kind of ride the hot hand. It feels like I don't know if I call all depot a hot hand, but they need perimeter defense, and the couple of guys on this roster that have it, I think they have to utilize it moving forward. I mean, they did keep Milwaukee in the mud in the fourth. They only allowed twenty. I'm just kidding. They they allowed 35, 46, and thirty seven in the first three quarters, and and I mean that's insane. And um, I, look I, on the Ola Depot stuff. I think it, it's the fear of what's coming with him, Alex. Like it's, it's, there are good moments. Like I, I did, I did think he had good moments tonight, but then you also know the ball's going to get swung to him in a situation where he's going to be the open guy when they need a three. And that's usually not going to go very well. Now he was two of four from three tonight, but again, you throw out a lot of this stuff. Um, I, I don't know if he'll go with him right now. I, honestly, I think the guy that might need to play more minutes going forward is Kyle. Um, he played 18 tonight. Gabe played 21. So it's only 39 minutes between the two of them. They, they both were, I mean, the team was awful with both of them on the court. Even they though Gabe had, Gabe had 18 points, but I, I but I feel, I, I don't know. I just feel like maybe getting Kyle into more of a rhythm in this series and giving him a little bit more minutes. He can hit some pull-up shots if he actually wants to seek them out. I, I don't know. I, I feel like you need to go with your vets here to a certain degree um, and, and let him be. He also had some good energy minutes. Uh, I, I just thought generally he actually did try to play some defense at times. 
I, I might look at him, but I mean, what else? Give me one other prescription for change here, other than we know Giannis is coming back on Saturday. Well, I'm I'm with you guys, and I, I've been, you know, here for a while as far as putting Caleb back into the starting lineup. I think when you're the AC, you just have to play your best players and screw the rotation, right? Like Jimmy and Bam are going to be playing, especially now without Tyler, probably even more minutes. I, I don't I don't know how many. I mean. Obviously, tonight he's not representative because the game was over so early. But, you know, you'd assume they're going to be playing more. So, to me, you need the defense. Caleb has been your pretty much your fourth most reliable player all season, fourth best player, whatever you want to label it. And I, I think it works out. And I, I understand the thought for Duncan in this series, especially with Giannis not playing, um, with how much they drop. I'm still kind of for him being in the rotation. But, man, he just had a hard time tonight, especially just that one sequence that I think everybody probably is going to remember, um, the three-point foul. You know, mm-hmm. though, I think Allen made the free throw. I'm pretty sure he did. And then immediately on the other end, what was it? Was it um, was it a travel or something? I think it was yeah. he caught the ball. He, he, he had something at the rim and ended up traveling. And, it, you know, whatever. I, I think it was a really ugly game for everybody. A lineup is not going to solve everything. I think – you know, we before the series started, we talked about how they need to be so sharp in the margins. They haven't done that at all. Like in, in game one, they didn't get killed, but they got rebounded. Um, the turnover game, I, I don't think that they were. I don't think it was where it needed to be. Mostly from their end on the offensive side, just because of the offensive fouls and turnovers that they had. Um, but then, like tonight, it's just it went completely the other way. Like while the game was a game, they got destroyed on the boards they got mm-hmm. doubled up overall on turnovers the bucks beat them in points off turnovers like those, that's the stuff you have to win that's the stuff you have to win and so i think caleb definitely helped with those types of things i think this is a good series for gabe's to probably keep him in the starting lineup he he knows that it gets his spots against the drop and you're absolutely right about kyle he needs to seek out those shots because without mm-hmm. tyler somebody's got to take him we know kyle can take him and when we've seen him increase his output of those types of pull-up shots when guys have been out before. And, like, this is – like, if they're going to be deploying a deep drop out there, they're going to be playing really slow old vets. You got to take advantage, man. You got to pop off of that screen and take the shot. Like, they need him. They need him right now. And so I'm with – I think you – I probably go Gabe and Caleb. I definitely still play Kyle a lot. Um, I play Love, and honestly, I probably play um, Duncan and Highsmith. I, I think – Smith just can help you out if you're going to be switching or dropping. Mm. I just kind of like him better. I mean, I, I'm happy that Depot played well. Like, that's it's great. But, man, it just sucks that, like, you got the game with him hitting all these threes and all the pull-ups that the drops allow. And now I'm just not confident that you're getting another one. Like, I, mm. I was a big guy for sure. But that's what the, the Bucks do. Like, they – that drop is going to allow all those shots that he's already been settling for. Right, and I think that's kind of the problem. He made all of them tonight. I don't know if you're, it's it's going to happen again, um, but Brady's right about the point of attack defense. Like he can absolutely help you there, and, and we're kind of right back to square one. Except this time, the margin for error is even smaller, and now there's even less of an easy answer. I kept saying before, there's no easy answer. Now it things just harder. Well, th- this is the problem when you got a lot of one-way players on a roster. I mean, that's that's kind of the issue here. It's like you plug in one guy, and you know, we've talked about this so many times, but you know, you look at Boston and they've got like seven guys in that rotation that all can play offense and can defend. And it's just, it's hard. I mean, I think in the modern NBA, 
you are as good as how many of those guys you have. Because in the playoffs, that means you can't take them off the floor either way. Miami just doesn't have enough of those guys. You play Duncan, you lose on defense. You play Oladipo, you probably lose on offense. I, that's kind of where you're at. And, and I, I, to me, the big number tonight, okay, look, Drew Holiday's dominated uh, in a lot of ways in this series with his playmaking. He's 11 more assists in this game. Uh, but to me, the story was Brooke. Like, you cannot allow Brooke Lopez at this stage of his career to go 12 for 17. Like, we, we know what kind of a defensive player he is. But, I mean, there was no resistance there whatsoever. And then the bench, and I know some of this came late, but, I mean, Connaughton and Inglis with 11 made threes between the two of them? I mean, that's, I mean, that's, an, and it, a lot of it was the same actions. They just kept running the same actions, and they kept making those shots. Um, look, the Bucks are good. We knew that. And I, and we were saying this on playback. Without Giannis, I think they're a 45-win team. I, I do. You took Giannis off this team, I think they're a 40. I think if Middleton, Holiday, Portis, who always fills in well, and uh, and Brooke were your best players, it's a 45-win team. Miami, though, should have put up a more representative effort tonight. I'm with Alex on that. I just think the motivation for why they didn't play well may have been a little different. But now they got two days. They did get Jimmy some rest. He didn't play heavy minutes in this game. They'll go home, and Eric needs a new plan. I would start, Caleb. I'm with you. I think it's time. Um, you got to live and die with your best. I agree with you. You're outmanned in this series. You can't play nine or ten guys and the Bucks play nine or ten guys and be even with them. You can't. They're just they they are better from like three through ten than you are. It's not close. And so the deeper you go into that rotation, the less minutes you get for Jimmy and Bam, and to a certain degree, Caleb, uh, the more you're gonna struggle. And that's again, that's kind of that's kind of where you're at. So disappointing performance for the Heat tonight. We'll have podcasts coming up the next couple of days. I'm sure we'll wake Greg up by then. Uh, check out our sponsors, Prize Picks. Use the code 5FIVE. Get your initial five match of $100. ODMPSI.com and A Aggressive Insurance and InsuranceByTheNet.com. We'll be back on playback on Saturday, and we'll have more Better Edge contests and Prize Picks contests on the network. Have a good night, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.